Welcome back to another episode of the Fourth for Growth podcast. I'm Ricardo. I'm Courtney. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. And we are going to talk about being petty. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm going to let you start this one out. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, Courtney. And this is what's so funny here is that when you said we we're going to talk about being petty, I thought in my head, dun, 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 but you beat me to it. <laughs> you beat me to it. You beat me to it. We got that frequency going. Yeah, we really do. We really do. Okay. So here's the thing, guys. We've been talking about being petty off and on throughout the life of this podcast, right? We've talked about it. I've brought it up on several occasions of my pettiness. Yes? Yes, yes, which and, we're all guilty of. It's and this is actually something that's interesting to me is that in the world of self-development, no one really talks about being petty. This yeah. is not a topic that is just out there to be talked about. We for don't whatever want to admit reason. We're guilty of it. No, we don't. Because it's not but a it's not it's not something like, hey, you know, I'm 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 good. I, I do stuff, I do this, I do that, I'm positive, I'm uplifting, I'm inspiring. Yeah. It just doesn't fit. Well, I'm petty. No, it's like we're just getting good at talking about being vulnerable. It's like now you want me to talk about this. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> what it feels like in the personal development world, or maybe that's just me, but maybe yeah. so. So let's dive in. I'm yes. going to give a couple of examples of my pettiness. We got some stories, some things to share. So here are some examples on where I feel that if I step back and take a look at the situations that I could possibly be petty. Well, not possibly, most likely <laughs> about 90% pettiness here. If I'm really honest with myself. Okay. Okay. So the first one is whenever I compete with my son, when I compete with him, when he does something and I just have to go above and beyond to just shut him down. Even if it's a video game, yeah. even if it's a video game. I kind of like that. You aren't letting him win just because he's a kid, but at the same time, it could be pretty petty. It could be considered petty, right? What do you got? Give um, me an example of yours. Mine. I had a recent situation and I will not name names, but Oh, in business, Basically, I referred somebody out to a client and they went and words were had and basically just a situation that I see a lot of similar things in business. And I just want to back up and point out, we don't need to be getting our emotions involved in business. And what I mean is if you don't hit it off with the client, okay, if you have a disagreement about something, you know, handle it professionally, handle it professionally. You don't need to send them texts the next day about how they should have picked you and they should have this. And that's the situation I'm referring to. And just very extreme example of you have got to keep your emotions in check when you are working in its business. But at the same time, we're talking your spouse. You live with this person for the rest of your life. You need to make sure you're taking a breather before you're making decisions and jumping, you know, and sending that hateful text or sending this or like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to tell this person this. Like, what is that? What is that? You know, so that mine was kind of one that I 
it annoyed me. So I'm not going to go into details. I can prevent getting annoyed again. But it was just a petty (laughs) situation of this like text message roll the next day that was like, that wasn't necessary or needed. And it didn't help anything. It hurt the situation more. It made it harder on me, you know, things like that, that just, um, and to be honest, if you are being petty in business, uh, I made a drastic decision to never refer out that person again off of that observation of how they handled that altercation with their client. And that's an extreme statement, but I just want to point out, um, my standards were raised. I now have a few more things that I'm going to double check whenever I refer businesses out to my clients because that's a big deal to me. But um, in personal, I'm really stubborn, yeah. really stubborn. Yeah, and that's an episode on its own. <sighs> it really is. And it's already been one recorded, but we could do a whole nother one. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I tend to kind of this, I'll show you this, but I struggle to know if it's the healthy way or not. You know, some competition is healthy. It is. But am I doing this to prove it to you? Do I even need to prove this to you? Do you? So I kind of have this working on this built-in process or system that I put myself through when I am tempted to, you know, I don't know, arguments with your siblings with this. Like, you just slip back into this, like, child, like, oh, yeah? Well, guess what? No, no, no. And it just really Relaxed. takes it back. Has it ever really helped you? Does being nope. petty truly help you? And well, we're going to discuss that in a little yeah. bit. Okay. A little okay. Bit. Well, we're going to discuss about does being petty really help you? Yeah. All right. So another petty moment of mine is when Jesse, when I say something to Jesse and it's been proven wrong by society, I still go out of my way to make it right. See, can I you go above. Fine? I go above and beyond to try to still prove my point that I was correct. How does that typically end up? Not good on the resolutions. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Not good at all. Not good at all, as you can imagine. That makes so, me laugh because Jessie's a pretty wise woman, so if she's standing her ground. And then, I'd be curious to hear her point. Like, kind of what you said is competing in my own head, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'll see someone on Facebook post something, and I'm like, ah, I could do better than that. Yeah. Right. And they don't even know that I'm competing with them. Yeah. I'm just competing with myself in my own head against this person, and they have no idea that they're on my target list. Yeah. It's almost this mixture of like comparison with FOMO that falls under this when we flip into our pettiness. You know, like it's not quite it FOMO. It's not fear of missing out. It's not quite competition, but it's this fusion of it. And we're bombarded with it every day, every angle we look at with social media and stuff like that. But it can be petty. Yeah, it can be a few steps backwards, even though you're charging at a goal because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. So doing it for the wrong reasons. So ask me, Courtney, say, Ricardo, what is the pettiest moment? Okay. Oh, Ricardo, what is the pettiest moment that comes to mind right now? The pettiest, and this is ironic, that the pettiest moment that comes to mind is the pretty woman moment. (laughs) Let me explain what the pretty woman moment is. For those who may have forgotten or have not watched or have don't really know this reference. So this this millionaire guy sends this lady to go shopping and he gives her the credit cards 
and they were kind of rude to her at the first store that she went to. They didn't want to wait on her because she didn't look like, quote, unquote, their type of clientele. Yes. So he calls her the guy crying or whatever, and he's like, no, we're going to go get this taken care of. So he in goes fact, into he a store. he calls Bernadette. He knows the manager's name in the movie. He's like, Bernadette, I need to talk to you. Yes. So then they go to this store, and he, like, closes the whole store down, and they're, like, waiting on her hand and foot. Like everything, they order pizza in and like everything on the card, and they just spoil her rotten. So, yep. in the midst of all of this, like she goes back to the store where they were rude to her, and she's like, Oh, do you remember who I am? I was in here yesterday. Big mistake. Huge. Huge. Big. Big. Yeah. And this is while she's carrying, you know, a dozen bags. No, I think she has a helper carrying dozens yes. of bags behind her on Rodeo Drive. Yeah. Yes. And this is on, uh, yeah, Rodeo Drive. Yes. In Beverly Hills. So that Beverly. is like the epitome of pettiness. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it just is. Yeah. That, but have, I'm kind of guilty of a moment so, similar to so that. Yeah. That always gets me because there's moments where I'll go and like I'll be at a store and they ID me because I'm buying like a $50 thing. And I'm like, really? You're going to ID me over a $50 thing on my credit card. Right. Well, you know what? I'm going to go show you and spend $1,000. I've, I've- Nervous to ask, have you actually done that? No, I've come close, but I don't. Jesse's always there, like, babe, no. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, Just don't show me your ID. Just show me your ID. Just show me your ID. It doesn't make sense because there's a particular store that I've been into several times where I buy like a 20 or 30, $40 thing and they ID me. But I'll mm. go in there with a couple of $100 things. No ID, no nothing. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's what, okay. Oh, so this reminds that me of the pettiness. Go that ahead. does. And this, okay. So there's, I, I don't know if it's because I choose to dye my hair blonde. Just not fine. This isn't real if you want to make judgments off that. But there's a lot of cliches I fit into that. Um, I guess if someone were to just meet me and not know anything about me or just speak to me for a second, they might make up some assumptions about me. This is a petty trait that I'm admitting to right now that I realize is you're talking about this. I will let them stay like not, I will just kind of stay under the radar. Like if somebody wants to judge me because they think I'm just this young idiot blonde or something like that, you know, insert kind of assumptions like that. Like I might not at first need, I don't, I'm confident. So I don't need to tell you and prove to you like right here in the second that no, I'm not, you know, I used to a lot of insecurity issues where I had to prove myself as soon as I met somebody or show off to you or whatever that I actually have a brain in there. but. Now I just let it ride because they're going to something unexpected is going to happen where they're going to be surprised by me or they're going to be surprised when they get that proposal from me that how professional it is or whatever. You know, there's just certain things that um, I make sure to sharpen my saw and always build new education and different things and intelligences. But it's for a petty reason. Because mm-hmm. I want people to be like, damn, I did not expect that out of that girl. And I'm like, that's right. That's so, a great transition, Courtney. Because okay. does the pettiness drive you? Yes. And this is where we're going to talk a little bit on the dark side. Because ah. I think that the pettiness lives on that 35% yes. 
yeah. that we don't really like to talk about, that makes us uncomfortable, that we're like, ooh, these are, this, is, this is my deep, dark secret that I don't want anyone to really know and see this part of me. Yeah. However, it's also important to embrace that dark side, embrace the powers that are over there, that live there. Because there's some superpowers over there in that dark side. Yeah. You can't just bury it and pretend like it doesn't exist because guess what? It comes back and gets you. Your doctor side's probably saved your life a few times if you it know it or not. It probably has. So I think that pettiness lives in the dark side. And depending on the situation, it can also drive you. It's a great point. Yeah. It can drive you. Jesse says, Pettiness is my motivation at times, and then momentum takes over and the pettiness goes away. Mm. Great observation. Yeah, that's a great distinction. Yes, because there's a fine line between being petty and comp and competitive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you can be competitive without being petty. Because at some point, you got to be like, no, I am better than them. Pettiness shows up at some point, even if it doesn't stay there the whole time. That's not what correct. Saying, but yeah, it kind of shows up. It creeps its little head up and it's like, hey, it does. Yeah, that's true. We're it's being petty. A healthy competition channels, gives it direction right away. So it dissolves from pettiness into something else. That's correct. True. Correct. So it kind of you got to kind of give it a feel and say, am I just being petty for the sake of being petty? Or am I turning that pettiness into this energy into something positive? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where does that lie? Are you allowing the deep in thought? Yeah. I I mean, think about it. Are you allowing the pettiness to just stew in you? Because it's so easy to be petty right now, especially with social media. Mm -hmm. It's extremely easy to be petty. And it's extremely easy to allow this pettiness to just do inside of you. Yeah. It's what do uh, you do with it? uh, Yeah. You channel it, you double it down. Yeah. That's where I that's a drive I'm going through right now is am I handling this in a healthy way or what can I make better? But yeah, I totally believe I don't you don't have to as a human reveal all your goods or all your skills right up front. You're not like giving a resume to everyone you meet, okay? You can keep some skills held back. And if you need it, you need it. If you don't, you don't. But I mean, I find it very empowering that I don't try to lead a mysterious life, but there are just certain things that are for me and certain things for me to share with the world. And that's it. And it's up for me to decide where that line is. And it's, it just, it makes me really happy when people underestimate me. (laughs) Because that kind of drives you, right? It feeds you and you're like, okay, underestimate me. I'm going to show you. There's a yeah. little bit of pettiness in that, and that's okay. I mean, where would we really be if we didn't have that competitive drive? That's true. Right? Mm-hmm. But again, it's about does the pettiness just stew in you and turn into a negative emotion like bitterness? Because the road to bitterness could start at being petty. Mm-hmm. Or does that pettiness drive in and you see that and you're like, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. Let's go. Let me get my butt off the couch and get that going. That's true. That's so basically what I just heard you say is if your pettiness is growing and evolving and staying petty, 
not bad news bears, right? Mm. But if your pettiness is shrinking or morphing into something else, that's probably a good sign. So that's yeah. two thumbs up for me, actually. Yeah. And it's really about that inner dialogue. Like, I'm going to show them or looking at something and saying, oh, they just think they're just so blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And not doing anything about it. That's not good. But if you mm -hmm. see something and you're like, huh, I can do that because they did it. Now you're turning it into something else. Now it's kind of going. And like you said, and I'll say it again, eventually those negative thoughts will go away. Eventually that, oh, well, I'm doing this because of so-and-so, so-and-so, or so-and-so, so-and-so thinks they're so, so-and-so, or whatever, right? Yeah. That's going to go away once you start getting into it. Mm -hmm. But if that's what it takes to drive you and get you to somewhere where you think you need to be or where you want to be, what's the harm in that? Yeah. As long as it doesn't overtake your entire being. Mm -hmm. And simply put, according to your wife, negative pettiness is talking crap and not doing anything about it. There you Positive go. Positive pettiness is talking and taking action. So it's pretty simple. Don't overthink it. I do want to touch on and make sure I keep this concise, Ricardo, because it could be its whole other podcast, is you don't have to do what other people are doing and you don't have to have other people's approval. Correct. But I feel like this is the sister of pettiness, okay? So a lot of reasons why we might feel petty or why we might feel the need to prove to others that we can do this for petty reasons, um, it's stemming from that area. And you just you got to drop that addiction to approval. You really do as best as you can. And it's, you know, you'll always have things revealed to you that you're like, oh, why should I care as you go on? So it's, you're always going to be getting better at that and polishing it. But if you are doing it just to prove to this person over here, or, you know, it's, it's the joke about like, you drive this fancy car you don't even like to impress people you don't even like to, you know, like, come on, you're working a job you don't like to afford all that. Like, so just simply put, while you're in the moments, while you're starting to feel that pettiness rise up, how are you going to channel it? Because you have that. Where's it going to you know, go? Yeah. You have the yeah. angel and devil on your shoulder. Like, hey, this can empower you right now or it can disempower you. Yes. So just make sure you're taping, taking the step in the right direction. And I think one of the things that we have to really touch base on, even if it's just for a couple of minutes, is whether you voice that pettiness thought to the person or you keep it to yourself. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. That deserves an honorable mention. Why does it matter? Because if you keep it to yourself and it's not stewing and turning into bitterness or some other negative emotion, I don't think that's necessary for you to voice it to that person. Mm -hmm. Because what's going to end up coming out is going to be what I call an emotional throw up. Yeah. And we don't want that. No. We don't want that. We don't want to just throw up on someone. A lot of misunderstandings can be had. Correct. Now, if you say it, maybe like, hey, you know, I saw you do something, Courtney. And I was like, oh, because Courtney did it. I know that I can do it and I could probably do it even better. That might be a conversation that you could have with that person. If you have it in that way. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Right. Because at the end of the day. That did inspire you. Mm -hmm. Whether we want to call it inspiration or not, eh, okay, that's up to you and what word you want to frame that in. Yeah. But, you know, 
it just depends on how you just want to interpret it. But I don't think you necessarily have to voice that pettiness as long as it doesn't just stew up inside of you and build into something that's going to come out nasty and hateful and turn into just negative feelings inside mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. Yeah. There's honesty and then there's just telling people a novel of your opinion. And, you know, Correct. it's one thing if they ask for it. It's one thing if they want to hear more. If you just say one quick thing, you know, but you, you you can't control how someone else lives their life and nope. you don't know what's best for them. So nope. we need to stop assuming we do. Yep. But as well, you touched on it. Inspiration. That's a great filter for pettiness. That's it that's is. what I'm going to use It's basically like as I'm feeling petty, like, OK, but is this inspiring me or just making me want to go prove I'm better? Well, I'm going to hold back and put myself in time out <laughs> if I'm that like getting all chicken headed with it, you know, put baby <laughs> in, the corner. Yeah. <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. And then um, basically, yeah, if you feel inspired by it, go go forward with it. But yeah, especially practice. We don't see a lot of this or I, it's. It's one of my favorite networking techniques, but when somebody inspires you or you feel like, oh, wow, Ricardo did this thing, you know, maybe I met him once, but I've never really talked to him. And I want to tell him how this project he's working on really inspired me. I kind of want to start one similar. Just send a Facebook message that says, hey, hope you're having a great day. That blah, blah, blah really inspired me to start something on my own. Do you have any good feedback for me? So we're standing in our way right here and missing a very valuable tool. Very valuable tool because one, human connection and just that genuine, authentic connection of this person was inspired by this person and authentically shared that with them. But as well, that person might give you some great tools and resources to help you do it. They might say, oh, let me tell you what not to do because it took me a year to learn this, you know. So um, but if you are being petty and keeping it to yourself when you are inspired by somebody that can be it can be limiting your resources or so it goes you'll go ways. through those hard lessons on your own and yes. be even better on the other side because the pettiness kept you from asking yes it could yeah. go both ways it could it could Absolutely. go both ways wow yeah. comment below let us know what your thoughts on being petty i'm fixing to put up a contact form on our website forceforgrowth.com so you can go over there and visit the website visit our social media send us a message let us know what you think about the power of pettiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a story of pettiness. Those are fun. Yeah, those are always yeah, fun. Story. And if it was really, truly pettiness, or if it got you off your butt and motivated you and pushed you towards doing something, we all have a story like that. And it's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I like this. I've never felt, I had no idea what he was planning. And it was when I was telling him a story one day that he was like, that's it. That's it. We're talking about pettiness on Friday. And I was like, wow, you really have been thinking on this. <laughs> but <laughs> because we brought it, was, it up. It's it is a situation of times. me talking about me being petty that I was like, yeah, we need to talk about this. So we do. It's a good did. topic. It's a taboo subject that people it don't is. typically talk about in this space that I feel needs to be talked about. It is. Well, so, conquering them one, one chat at a time. There you go. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Force for Growth podcast. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Force for Growth. And always remember to be a force for good, a force for growth, and a force for greatness. Bye. Bye.